If you look around, there are so many ways to make a difference. At Capella University, our FlexPath format gives you a different way to earn your degree. Take courses at your speed. Move on whenever you're ready. Education should fit your life. Learn more at capella.edu. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Welcome to another edition of the Exxon TV show. My name is Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Our website, www.exxontv.com. And you can always listen to the Exxon uh, radio show at www.exxonradiotv.com. My guest this hour is a lady I've had the pleasure of having on the show before. Her name is Dana Hayes. And Dana is an astrologer, but... When talking to Dana, we can also talk about many other topics, including UFOs. Joining me now from Hot Springs, California, is Dana Haynes. And Dana, welcome back to the Exo. Nice seeing you. Good seeing you again. And um, I love doing your show. Oh, you're a sweetheart. I want to congratulate you on your new book, The Soul's Time Machine. Give us a little bit of information about your book. Uh, well, the book tells you why I became an astrologer, mm -hmm. and then it tells you about some of the celebrities I've met, such as Merv Griffin and Nancy Reagan and and Damian Jones, who is um, a producer. I, actually, I have a lot of producers as clients, but um, I, I tell you about how I got there, but I also tell you about how I forecast because I've always been very accurate in forecasting. I got 9-11 four years before it happened and um, people said how did you do it? Well by doing charts mm -hmm. of individuals you see a trauma coming in and then you have to go looking for the trauma and I was able to do it and it's all on tape. I did it four days before a radio show that I was doing in Palm Springs. And um, I warned people about flying into New York and Washington. And um, of course it happened. And you can't get that kind of accuracy without really studying a long time. So in the book, I, I did forecasting as well as t talking about clients. Tell me, Dana, whose chart was it that you were doing that you were able to, to depict and to pinpoint the atrocities of September the 11th, 2001? Well, actually, it was with an art dealer 
in New York City was my first one. And I pinpointed in his chart that there was going to be explosions mm -hmm. in buildings right, right beside him. And uh, he was in one of the buildings right beside the Twin Towers. And when it happened, he said he remembered because it was four years earlier. Right. And uh, he, he phoned me up when he could, which was some time past the event. But um, he phoned me up and he called me a witch. He said, you're a witch. How did you do this? And he's been with me all the, even before, 10 years before he's been a client. But I knew his chart well. And so then I started looking at other charts. And I was amazed how many people uh, had the event in their chart. But they all had to be flying, people who flew. Mm -hmm. And... And the people who lived in New York, especially, since it was the hardest hit. And I, I, um, I, w I was still shocked, but I just knew that it was going to be 9-11. And um, the reason I also knew that I had a three-day choice when I was doing the planets. And the thing is that um, I knew how the Arabs operated. And I knew that it was going to be Arabs. And I thought, my goodness, they use what we call master numbers, like 11, 22, 33. Mm -hmm. And so, and they also use nine. So I was able to pinpoint the date easily. Let, let me ask you, here you've got this information of a catastrophic event. Mm -hmm. Thousands of people are going to die. What do you do with this information? Do you go to the authorities or do you just sit on it? Well, with that one, I sat on it because I, I, I didn't, well, I didn't really sit on it. I warned all my clients. Right. And I warned as many people as I could that I knew uh, were around in New York City and in Washington. I told people, but I didn't go to the authorities. No way. You know, it's it's um, a point that I see a lot of things, and the authorities know it. Um, I I pegged the Yugoslav War to the day, and and um, I was doing a show in New York, and um, the authorities came in wondering how mm -hmm. I knew what day the war was going to start, and. Um, it was just easy for me because wars are easy to pick. Dana, stand and, by. You and I have to take our break. ExoNation, okay. Dana Haynes is our special guest. www.astrologyworldnews.com That's www.astrologyworldnews.com My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. Welcome back, everyone. My guest this hour is Dana Hayes. Now, she is an astrologer, but she also has experience with UFOs. But before we get to UFOs, let's talk more about astrology. How does astrology work, Dana? 
<laughs> everybody asks me they think you have to be psychic and you don't because if you really understand what the planets represent and the sun and the moon mm -hmm. um it it makes a big difference because you can go in and you can pinpoint details and so a person needs either an event timing or a birth date with their time for me to set up a chart if they don't have a birth date and time and some people don't have birthdays um, I, I take events in their life and run it back backwards and then I tell them what time they're born and so they've checked it out a few times where people said they didn't know the time and they did and so I'd work their chart back and uh, I got the time I was in with within one minute and so it's interesting that when you set up a chart and you place all the planets in a in a circular manner you can tell exactly who the person is and what's going on so the same thing for an event and if you want to know about a contract if you want to know about um, should I sell a house um, I, I go looking for this and I actually set up a chart and then I turn things around um, in, in this chart to, just to see what's going on and it's it's interesting um, with the details that the people come back all the time and they just say, oh, you read me mm -hmm. and you told me all this stuff and every single thing happened. And, you know, they have choices. They still have choices within a framework when they're picking things out in their life. But um, they seem to always do what I see that's coming up. Let, let me ask you something. You know, in every newspaper in the United States, Canada, and I'm sure in the rest of the world, there's always an astrology section. Uh, growing up in Montreal, I used to read the Montreal Star and the Montreal Gazette. Sidney Omar was the astrologer. And it always amazed me how this astrologer, using the 12 different signs of the zodiac, would always come up with something that everyone could associate with within their astrological chart. How does that work? Well, it's very difficult to write a column in the newspaper. Everybody thinks it's, it's easy, and everybody has their own system. But basically, um, if you draw a sun sign chart mm -hmm. for every single sign, and you place the planets, there are details you can pick out that will occur in their life. And um, it's, it's, it's sometimes the luck of the draw as to what Sidney would have picked, but usually he was very good at picking out items that people could associate with. But there are a lot of charts that are drawn up that aren't even done by astrologers in those columns and in fact they don't even draw up charts they just hazard a guess what 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 can i say to this person that's an aries or a taurus mm -hmm. and and um they don't have a clue and people don't recognize that there's a there's those columns done by astrologers and there's the columns done by anybody who shows up and is 
asked to write the column. And so some are good and some aren't. One of the best ones is the Town and Country magazine. And it's done by a lady who is very accurate, but it's a monthly column. But Sydney was terrific at doing the daily. He certainly was. Um, what was it that happened in your life? And this is a question I want you to think about as we go to this break. What was it in oh. your life that made you or pushed you into the direction of becoming an astrologer? Exonation, my guest this hour is Dana, Dana Haynes. Her website is www.astrologyworldnews.com. That's www.astrologyworldnews.com. And Dana and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Visit us online at www.exxontv.com and you can always listen to the Exxon radio show 724365 at www.exxonradiotv.com. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. Exo Nation, my guest this hour is Dana Haynes, and uh, Dana is the author of The Soul's Time Machine, and her website is astrologyworldnews.com. Dana, tell me a bit about your book, The Soul's Time Machine. Well, I will answer your question. That'll tell you a lot. That, okay. Um, my uh, aunt was a tea leaf reader, and she was excellent, and so I wanted to be one. Mm -hmm. And so she set me up to read a, tea, a cup full of tea leaves. And I, I was nine years old. And so I thought everybody was going to be either Superman or Batman. Or, and he'd have adventures. You know, Sunset Kid Carson would be one of the things. And so I told my aunt what her life was like. And I had all those adventures there. And she said, well, you don't have any talent. There is no way you're going to be doing tea leaves. And we did have a number of women who could read tea leaves over the years. And so I got angry because she told me I couldn't read tea leaves. So my mother was into astrology and numerology. So I started reading all of her books because I wanted to read the future. And so I ended up reading all of the books, studying, and became an astrologer. And the rest is history, as they say. And the rest now, is history. You're an astrologer, <laughs> you're, you're an author, your new book is entitled The Soul's Time Machine. Mm -hmm. uh, tell me about that book. Well, the book really was written... Oh, to have people understand what astrology is. Mm -hmm. And I tried to put it very plain and simple and gave an awful lot of examples and did a lot of forecasting. And so the book is the type of book that it's easy reading and it's kind of fun and, and it tells you exactly what an astrologer does. 
So it really is the whole, the whole book. And I find that people seem to really be enjoying it. You know, they really get a kick out of it and they understand exactly what I'm doing now. And they understand I don't have to be psychic. I happen to be psychic, but I never used my psychic abilities until just recently, just because I didn't want it interfering with the astrology. And so, and and my psychic ability doesn't come the way other people do it. It, it comes that someone will just walk into the room, an entity will walk into the room and tell me something. And I know who it's for, and then I will translate that to the person. This entity that walks into the room, what is it like? How does it present itself to you? Well, it depends on what age they died, because they need recognition for the person involved. And so one time I had a young boy that was bleeding from the head, mm-hmm. and I I looked at him, and, and he was about 18, and uh, I, I saw him, and I said, what are you doing here? And I was in a session with a woman that I knew didn't lose a son or anyone else. So um, I, I thought it had nothing to do with her. So anyway, the boy said to me, I was in a car accident, and you have to tell this woman she has to go see my mother and tell her I'm okay. And I said, why? And he said, because my mother is going to try suicide. And so I thought, wow, do I tell this woman? So I looked at her and I said, I have a young boy who was in a car accident and he's here right now. He's just interfering with our session. and." He wants you to go and see his mother. And she said, well, I can't do that. I don't know her. Because she knew what the car accident was. And I said, well, what was it? And she said, well, there were three boys, and one died. And that's who this was. And one is in the hospital still. And my son, and my son is fine. And I said, all right. So... The boy needs you to go and see his mother because she's going to try suicide. So she didn't want to do it, but I asked her to do it. And then she admitted that the other boy in the hospital was in a coma, woke up, and then told his mother that this boy was here. And he said he's going to be okay. And then he went back into this coma. Mm-hmm. And boy ended up being okay. The mother didn't go to the, I mean, the the woman didn't go to the mother. And the boy came back in another session one week later and said to me, she didn't go. All right, Dana, please stand by. We've got to take our break. ExoNation, Dana Haynes is our special guest. Her website is astrologyworldnews.com. We'll be back on the other side of this break as we wrap up this edition of the X-Zone TV show. My name is Rob McConnell. Don't go away.
Dinah Haynes is our special guest this hour here in the Exxon. Her new book, The Soul's Time Machine, is available on Amazon.com and her website is astrologyworldnews.com. Dana, tell us your experiences with UFOs. <laughs> well, if ever, and anybody remembers Dr. Hynek, who doesn't? And I think they do. Sure. Um, he came up to Canada and he actually introduced me to how to tell what a UFO is. And he proceeded to tell me uh, that he actually had to tell people, meaning the public, that Venus was over the horizon, this was swamp gas, anything but uh, telling the public that it was a UFO. And so there was a lot of controversy with our work, but if there were in Canada, but there was a lot of controversy with the United States, of course. And then you find out that the U.S. has all kinds of files saying that there isn't any UFOs. In actuality, there is. And it's now being put out there, but it's still not being put out there to the public as much as it should. And so I keep track of all the information. I don't do as much UFO hunting as I used to do. But the thing is that I did see three um, sightings in one night just a month ago. And I was shocked by it because there were three of them just overhead of me. And um, they were not that close, but they were definitely um, UFOs. And all of a sudden, they just took off. But they were absolutely still in the heavens, you know, when I watched them. And I, I, actually, I had a convertible, so I pulled over and looked at them. But... Um, there are a lot of sightings right here in Desert Hot Springs. Mainly we were desert, and two, they um, come around a great deal. And what they do is either they shoot off and disappear, or they just disappear right in front of your eyes. There are a lot of people here who have given me stories, you know, that I can use. Sure. So why, why do you think, Dana, that the governments of the world are suppressing this information if so many people around the world are actually having sightings? Well, uh, you know, everybody says that they would um, be afraid that we would react wrong. Mm -hmm. And some ways they're right, but it, we react incorrectly to UFOs because we don't know any information or little information. So they really should tell us, but um, they don't. And, and actually there was a big shooting in New Zealand when UFOs came round over their airport and then they took off towards the ranchers. Uh, well, they didn't mean to, but they're going and looking for a place to land. And they were coming down, one of the big ships that was coming down to land. The rancher didn't know that the UFOs had just come from the airport, and they, he, they, he didn't know that there was all kinds of um, uh, men with guns coming. <laughs> 
such as the troopers. And so they started to fire at this ship that was almost landed. And um, how big was the ship, Anna? I don't know. They never. Heineck was telling me, and so he this said is that, the, this is in the days of Project Blue Book. Mm-hmm. I see. Definitely, definitely, and and the man who was in charge of this particular sighting um, ended up being in charge of UFOs in the United States after Heineck left. And Dan- a lot of people don't know that. <laughs> Dana, I want to wish you the very best of luck with your new book, The Soul's Time Machine. Um, tell our listeners how they can find out more about you and uh, give us your website. Well, the website is astrologyworldnews.com. And I do forecast on the site. And there is a lot of information there all about what I've done and how to get hold of me and there is a phone number in california uh 760-671-6151 that they can call and the email is dana g haynes at hotmail.com dana i want to thank you so much for joining us a pleasure talking to you and uh, we'll look thank forward you. to the next time we meet here in the x zone that's right. it for tonight, Exxon Nation. Dana Haynes has been our special guest, and once again, her website is astrologyworldnews.com. So until the next time we meet here in the Exxon, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard, I am Rob McConnell, reminding each and every one of you to keep your eyes to the sky and your heart to the light. Good night now, everyone.